There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Let's begin the Sour Z News with Alec Baldwin this morning. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, this was a, a bit of a surprise to hear yesterday. The husband of cinematographer Helena Hutchins has settled his wrongful death lawsuit against the producers of the movie Rust, including Alec Baldwin. Don't know how much Matthew Hutchins is getting, but under the terms of the deal, Rust is going to resume production in January with him as an executive producer. So Matthew issued a statement saying, I have no interest in in engaging in recriminations or attribution of blame to the producers or Mr. Baldwin. All of us believe Helena's death was a terrible accident. I am grateful that the producers and the entertainment community have come together to pay tribute to Helena's final work. Settlement has nothing to do with the criminal investigation into Helena's death, so charges could still be filed. That's not up to him. You want to work on that set? I don't think that I would, no. Unless you're going in there with the attitude that this was Helena's passion, this was her love, this was a project that she was really proud of, and that she would want to see it finished. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're walking in with that attitude, that's a different story. Yeah, and add uh, removing Alec Baldwin from it, and then we can resume. Yeah, but just how, take him out of it completely. Who's going to go see that? I, I don't even want to see the movie. It just feels very eerie and just... Well, the whole time you're going to be wondering, is this the scene that right. killed her? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I find that so distracting. So do I. And Plus, just disturbing. I don't know. She did a lot of other work that I feel like if you want to We could honor her that her, way. Yeah. I just wonder what insurance company agreed to underwrite it. Yeah. Good question. It's also probably going to be the safest set of all time now. Yeah. I mean, I get that it was an accident, but I think the thing that just felt so icky to me was that Alec Baldwin just wouldn't shut up. Like, It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. All the interviews. The way that okay. he dealt with the right. trauma so of it, it all was... Stop being so public. Just lay low for a while, man. Stop making it about you. He can't. That's his problem. Right. Christian Bale has come to the conclusion that actors only get roles after they're offered to Leonardo DiCaprio first. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Christian did lose five roles to Leo in the 1990s. And American Psycho, which Christian Bale was brilliant in, Mm -hmm. was offered to Leo first. 
In an interview with GQ, Christian said, it doesn't matter how friendly you are with directors in this town. All those people that I've worked with multiple times, they all offered every one of those roles to him first. <laughs> Literally, he gets to choose everything he does. And good for him. He's phenomenal. I would suspect that almost everybody of similar age to him in Hollywood owes their careers to him passing on whatever project it is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. He, he does take make it... some interesting choices. Leo does. Leo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian doesn't take it personally, though. He said he's grateful to get any role. And he can't do what Leo does. Nor would he want the amount of Leo attention Leo. Leo gets. I wonder if he would like the supermodels that Leo gets. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that, he has trouble okay. meeting anybody, though. He's he, married. Is Christian Bale's married? He is, he? and he's good looking too. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a good looking dude. Many argue he is the best Batman. You think he said so? He is the only Batman. He's an intense. He is very dude. intense. Now, you think he was the best Batman, or do you think Robert Pattinson was the best Batman? I will always love Michael Keaton. Keating, uh, oh, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yes, was my. I, he's my favorite Batman. Okay. out of all of them, but I think they've all been good in well, their own special way. I thought George Clooney was the best Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That might be true. <laughs> yeah. All right, we should probably take a break. We got a bunch of other stuff we're going to get you caught up on as well, including the Ozzy Osbourne makeup collection. First, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Summer is the best time to replace your windows. No one wants to do it when it's 10 degrees outside. My guys at Universal Windows Direct will get it done quickly. And then when old man winter comes calling, you're going to... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be ready to go. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. History has made Aaron Judge from the Yankees 62nd home run of the season, breaking the American League record set more than 60 years ago by uh, another Yankee, Roger Maris. Now, he hit the ball 391 feet. One fan caught the ball. It's estimated to be worth about $2 million, which uh, I don't know. I give you one of mine for half of that. I tell you. The home run ball itself is thought to be worth at least $2 million. And it was caught by an investment banker. (laughs) Huge moment for the Yankees and an investment banker. What a night for the underdogs. You know? Al Pacino is reportedly closing a deal with a publisher to write a book. It will be the first autobiography written in all caps. In the new animated Scooby-Doo movie, Velma comes out as a lesbian. Even more shocking, Fred comes out as straight. (laughs) 
Cheryl Burke from Dancing with the Stars says that uh, she's going to go to court with her ex-husband, Matthew Lawrence, to fight for custody of their dog, Isabella. On her podcast, she was saying, that's my dog, Isabella's my daughter, I'm a dog mom, and that's it. I couldn't even imagine my life. I mean, I could just cry right now, but I could not imagine my life without her. I didn't realize they were breaking up. I didn't either. Did she have a baby? Mm-mm. They never had kids. Nothing I think. Just no the of. dog. Okay. Yeah, Cheryl fired, filed for divorce in February, and it seems like they had everything else worked out. They had agreed to enforce their prenuptial agreement, splitting their properties evenly with neither getting spousal support. Uh, but it was noted in the court papers that further conversation was necessary to decide the custody of Isabella. Sounds hmm. like the time for conversation is over. There you go. Yeah. We actually put Gracie in mine, in ours. Did you? Yeah. You get Gracie? No, you do. I get Gracie. No, I, I get Gracie. <laughs> oh, God. Have I Gracie's used latest. to getting one-on-one. Oh, God. I know. There are more cats coming back from Illinois. I've got more cats coming. Not to live at your house, though, right? It's a possibility. Oh, Jen, you say this God. like we're not going to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise you a lick. Nope. Gracie would go over there and be like, no. Gracie would be like, She would turn life. and walk out the door. <laughs> yes. Today is Chief Biggin's first birthday. Oh, how so, nice. Happy birthday, Biggin. Biggin. That's great. <laughs> All right. So Ozzy Osbourne came out with a makeup collection with rock and roll beauty. Now, each piece is inspired by him and his style. So there is a bat-shaped and a coffin-shaped eyeshadow palette, lipsticks, and a highlighter with a bat embossed in the powder. That's cute, though, like for Halloween. There are also candles, black and red ombre makeup brushes, a makeup bag, a gothic handheld mirror, temporary tattoos, and nail decals. Hmm. All available now on Rock and Roll Beauty's website and at Ulta. And he'll make a killing off of it. And he will, I'm sure. Wow. Uh, maybe. I wonder if that Molly, you know, Molly being the makeup person she is, I wonder if she has any interest in the hmm. Ozzy Osbourne line. She might. She loves makeup. I don't know. She made me and Tim look pretty good. Yeah, she did. Yeah, with the popularity, we were talking yesterday about the popularity of true crime documentaries and podcasts. Loudwire.com came out with a list of serial killers' favorite bands. Like, did you know that, well, this is probably not surprising because you mentioned Ozzy Osbourne, Jeffrey Dahmer loved Black Sabbath. Hmm. I'm not surprised by that. Charles Manson was into the Beatles. Hel- Helter Skelter was obviously a fave. Hmm. For John Wayne Gacy, it was Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, this is, uh, oh God, that reminded me of the song, uh, the 1977 song from the UK punk band, That's the Adverts. It was about executed double murderer Gary Gilmore, who donated his organs to science. His corneas were used for transplants. Ooh. And the name of that song is Gary Gilmore's Eyes. Looking Through Gary Gilmore's Eyes. Looking Through Gary Gilmore's Eyes. Looking Through Gary Gilmore's Eyes. It 
actually got them to number 18 on the UK charts and on, the, on top of the pops. And then uh, Jen mentioned off the air earlier, uh, Son of Sam killer David Berkowitz was a big Hall & Oates fan. That's just kind of unexpected. Is that kind of random? <laughs> you know. Like the Jeffrey Dahmer with Black Sabbath. Yeah, that, that okay, kind of makes that sense, makes sense. But. <laughs> but, yeah, wouldn't yeah. expect that. Have you guys watched Dahmer yet on Netflix? We no. talked about it, and it's just this far too dark. Same. Just way too much darkness. I'm not letting that in my house. No. It's very disturbing. Me neither. Nope. I and heard, some. I heard he really likes Hollow Notes Man Eater. There you go. <laughs> Stop it. Bad joke. That uh, was pretty good. Amazing <laughs> joke. <laughs> Bad. Don't encourage him. That's right. You're gonna get yelled at for that by somebody. I'm sure. <laughs> And I'll get yelled at for it laughing. Won't be, it yes. won't be us, but it'll be somebody. Somebody. Yep. Yes. Well, on that same kind of note, Hocus Pocus 2, is that letting darkness into your house? There is a mother in Texas oh, Lord. named Jamie Gooch who is going viral with a warning My on mother social media. would have 100% agreed, agreed with her. Agreed. Well, it does start out right away from the beginning. They go back to 18 whatever with the Salem witches. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of how the whole thing starts. 16. Whatever. 18, 16. You get it. Well, she said in an interview with their local TV station, she said a worst case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. That is a little disturbing. It's yeah. not all about that. She said, she said, do not watch this film. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. I now, believe it. I don't disagree either. Not surprisingly, Jamie and her family haven't participated in Halloween in four or five years. She said, it grieves me, the thought of exposing our kids to darkness. Mm, yeah, but they probably watch the 700 Club every night. <laughs> <laughs> there, are you That's saying a there's a happy thing. medium somewhere? I'm saying, ma'am, <laughs> stay in your house. <laughs> there are extremes on both sides. Mm-hmm. Also, how does she watch any television, though? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, once you start to see things through the lens that she's looking through, you can't. Yeah. You start to spot a lot of even cartoons out and there. Little cartoons it can be very dark and violent. Yes, every mm-hmm. year we talk about it when we watch Charlie Brown Halloween, and they're so mean to him. Oh, I get so upset with the Christmas one when they believe. Yeah, you're Charles. you're a blockhead. Yeah, you're Aww. so stupid, Charlie. Yeah. yeah, they're mean. You just don't know how our little kids are processing these things that they see. I remember watching Hocus Pocus. I probably saw it on cable. Just because, I don't know, there might have not been anything else on. And I remember it was cute. I remember watching it. You not thought really it was, thinking anything. I, I was yeah. surprised when, like, now it's this huge cult favorite. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that at the time. Didn't really get that. But yeah. What are the, I mean, I, the reviews have been pretty mixed on the new one, hasn't, haven't they? It's halfsies. Like, it's kind of like Tim and I talked about it on the hot list. Like, he liked it and thought it was cute. I didn't like it. I thought it was, I think maybe I set my expectations a little high. That's what it comes to. My expectations where it was going to be garbage. I thought it was going to be really good, <laughs> but it was hard for me to see the Sanderson sisters, like the three people, like specifically Sarah Jessica Parker. It was hard for me to take her as like this bubbly kind of not very smart witch that was hot for guys this later in life Mm. you know what i mean like after watching her and following her career it was kind of interesting to it was a role that didn't feel like it didn't feel like it fit her at all anymore yeah yeah i don't know 
It was cute. It was, I mean, it is what it is. The check the box. It's not going to win any awards. Don't expect too much if you haven't seen it yet. But if you like the you... first one, you're going to like the second one. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. cheeky and, I don't know, cheesy. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna toss this to Tim for Throwback Thursday. We're going to play a little mystery artist. Uh, Tim will appreciate this. There's a new album out that features a song called You Gotta Get Up. Take a listen, Tim, and see if you, because I think Tim is the only one who, if anyone in this room could guess the artist, it would be Tim. See if you can guess who this is. Now, I'll give you some clues. Their first album came out in 1967. The it's not ELO. They sing perfect harmonies. They play their own instruments. The Brady Bunch. Not the Brady Bunch. <laughs> this is a, a new song that they've put together? Yeah, they've, they've appeared many times on the Happy Together Tour, and they're all related. Oh, it's a family. Yeah. The Carpenters. No. <laughs> No, is it like, uh, oh, crap. It's one of those flower power family bands. Am I close? You're, you're getting warmer. <sighs> the new album is, is called Rhythm of the World. It is their first album since 1998. <laughs> They're still touring. I love this. Although it did have some vibes of like the Bengals and... Uh, Belinda Carlisle. B-52's vibe to it. Uh, it's the Cowsills. Cowsills. Yeah. I've never heard of them. They're, they're, they're an amazing survival story. Four of the members are actually still around, and uh, this album features Bob, Susan, and Paul. John is actually the touring drummer for the Beach Boys, and if you've never seen Family Band, the Cowsills story, uh, it's one of the most tragic tales in music history. Um, they did stuff for the, the musical Hair, I yeah. think. Like yeah, that's the vibe. And they were also the basis of the Partridge family, speaking of the Castle's family. But instead of using them, producers cast, a, you know, arguably, I guess you could say better looking family. Uh, and Paul Castle was recently asked if, if they, as young kids, could even watch the show knowing how they had kind of been ripped off. Susan loved it. It was her favorite show. <laughs> the only person they wanted out of the band was Susan. They came to our house and they said, yeah, the guy's no good. The girl, yeah, we could use her. She's cute. They said that we were a bunch of, what did they call us? They called us gap-toothed Catholics. <laughs> That's funny. Huh, what do you know? Paul and his siblings, by the way, love radio and show hosts. And they've moved on to great positivity after years of things, you know, that they couldn't control. It, it was tough for them but it's great to hear them still singing on the new album and still, still yeah. singing still doing what they love yeah all right that's your latest e-news we'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock in the meantime straight ahead we got three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline we're going to set you up with the four pack of tickets to disney's descendants the musical presented by the children's theater of cincinnati uh the show runs i think uh, all next week at the it's, Taft Theater? Yeah, it's kind of like weekends in like October. Yeah, tickets are on sale now at thechildrenstheater.com, but you can win them for free straight ahead. First, let's check the roads. We got 
Denise Johnson here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.